0: Welcome to the Dating Women Podcast, featuring the timeless coaching of Doc Love, the author of The System, better known as The Dating Dictionary, the book that has positively changed the lives of thousands around the world. Find out more at DocLove.com and enjoy your free podcast. A new, fresh show is delivered to you every Saturday. Now, here is your host, Jeff Stevens.
1: We're going to give you something a little different on this week's podcast. We are going to give you a show that actually aired this year, February 23rd, 2022. Of course, Doc's coaching is timeless, and we're just going to let the show roll. Don't forget to go to doclove.com slash YouTube, by the way. If you want more content this week, we talk about a guy that is needy. Don't make the same mistake he did. And here we go. A full show as it appeared in the Doc Love Club at docloveclub.com from February 23rd, 2022. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. We hope you enjoy all this great audio.
0: Welcome to the Dating Women Radio Show, featuring the coaching of Doc Love, the man that changed the lives of thousands around the world in his lifetime. His legacy continues weekly on this show. Here is your host, Jeff Stevens.
1: Welcome to the Doc Love Show, February 23rd, 2022, your weekly dose of coaching in dating and relationships, featuring the timeless coaching of Doc Love. Doc's materials are always relevant. Technology may have changed over the years, but Doc's understanding of human nature and dating and relationships did not. 30 years ago, this was relevant. Now it's relevant. 30 years from now, it's going to be relevant. 130 years from now, it's going to be relevant. Doc is, of course, timeless. If you ever want to write me, Jeff M. Stevens, dating tips for guys at gmail dot com or doclove at doclove dot com going to take you back and give you some nostalgia. The show open is intact minus the great music that Doc would always select of course because of copyright rules. You can imagine yourself sitting down for the show on Wednesday, September 6, 2006 when you hear this. If you are around for that, which many of you were, then this will really take you back. First Doc Love Mail from a guy that just got the materials. He wants to know if anything needs to be adjusted for the system within marriage. For you guys always looking for maintenance program coaching, this is the Doc Love Mail for you. A great quote from Doc in this as well. Celebrity Files talked about David Duchovny from the X-Files. People asked him the secret of a great marriage. Doc did not like his response and we'll explain why. Doc expands on this by talking about how you can be married without having the system, but how much quality is in the marriage, advanced system thinking from Doc. Next up in People, they interviewed Flava Flav about romance and relationships. Doc uses this to coach us again about the importance of the maintenance program brainwashing file from glamour magazine a male love doctor named jake is coaching women doc does not as you imagine agree with this advice and tells us why this sparks a question from me about what you do if you get incoming from her but she wants a group date how do you handle it it's all here for you segment one september 6 2006
2: world talk
0: Radio. the number one source for informative talk on the world wide web
1: To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. Doc, uh, from Wor- Doc Love at World Talk radio.com Got a guy named Jason. Uh, he says, I just bought the system two weeks ago. It's a greatly helpful book, and I'll be reading it again and again. I've tried to adopt everything in the quick read through, like you suggested, and I've been listening to the archives faithfully. It makes more sense than any other book I've ever read on dating and love. It's framed in the context of dating, so I'd like to know specifically if there's anything that needs to be adjusted when you're married. Here's my story. I'm just coming 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 up on the third anniversary, and she's a great woman and a great mother. I've always given respect, affection, and humor. But I admit my maintenance skills on romance waned as we had a baby and got horribly busy. She has told me she really needs that, and I've been working to do something with her every week, plus things like flowers to congratulate her on her new job and trying to get creative on stuff to do in our small town. I really love this girl, and I know she was hurt by me not making enough of an effort to do things with her. Her affection to me has cooled a little, but not to the point where she won't walk up and hug and kiss me, Touch me before I touch her, etc. There's also no nagging, insults, or disrespect. And when I come up with stuff for us to go out and do, she's always game for it. My question is this what is the best way to integrate the system in a three-year marriage that has cooled a little, but not to the point of nagging insults or refusal to touch, kiss, go out on dates? I want an interest level back up in the nineties. What's the balance of challenge letting her touch me first and romantic infection affection that I need to be shooting for? Thanks for all you do. The thing I want to be most to, to do most a year from now is say, Doc, your system saved my marriage and changed my life. And believe me, I'll tell more than just you.
3: Yeah, what this guy has to do is number one, you got to date your wife once a week and not talk about kids and bills. You have to go out at least once a week and have fun with her because a lot of people grow up, the kids move out at 18, they don't know each other and they've had no fun and the romance is gone. But the, name, the main thing is is not to be needy and not to beg is to let her come to you, but at the same time, you should give her at least five to ten minutes a day talking about, Honey, tell me about your day. And she says, "Well, the cat got out of the house, and you know was chased by the local dog. And uh, I was I was out in the backyard, and I planted uh, some roses, and they're going to be coming up in a little while. Let her just talk for five minutes or ten minutes about what went on. Say, honey, it sounds like you had a great day. Give her a hug and a kiss, and go on to your business. But again, you know you got 24 hours, and you should be able to give her that." That five to ten minutes. Plus, when you come in, you want to give her a hug and a kiss. And when you leave, you want to give her a hug and a kiss. It only takes 15 seconds, but you want to do that for the next 30 years. And I remember you saying that you don't actually
1: say anything in that uh Coming, hug and kiss, and leaving, hug and kiss. You just basically kind of hold her and kiss her and show her that you, you know, kind of through your actions that you care about her, yes. A
3: A lot of husbands don't do that. And like I said, it's five minutes out of 24 hours. You can't do that. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be married. Because I call it the maintenance program. Uh, I did phone coaching this morning, and a guy's telling me a doctor he's about ready to get to get married to this girl. He says, "Doc, it's really easy to get him to fall in love with you. It's the hard part is keeping them in love, and that's what this show is about: keeping them in love. Well, and it's pretty smart on his part. A lot of
1: guys would have just kind of. I don't know, not even paid attention to the signs and signals their wife was giving them, and then all of a sudden being surprised that they're in divorce court. At least this guy realized that her interest level was going down, and he did something about her. he's attempting to do something about
3: it. Yeah, but it was 95, and it's maybe down to 65 or 75. We could bring it back up, but you don't want to go to 49. And uh, lots of times, that's when most guys come to me, is when it hits 49, and there's no reversing it then.
1: And by that time, it's, it's just way too late. So the time now is for him to run the maintenance program while the interest level is still maybe in the 70s or 80s.
3: You know, guys have to have to realize that you have to maintain love. We're all about keeping that beautiful woman you're in love with in love with you. That's what the whole show is about. And, and it what is you a hard want- thing to do. It's a very, very hard thing to do. But with me at your side, I'm going to be your coach. Set your ego aside. Listen to the show. Study the books. And you will be successful. And you will be happy with the one you pick. Now, Doc, as usual, we got our files. The first one is the celebrity
1: file. And uh, Mr. David Duchovny is in the news. You
3: remember him from the X-Files?
1: Yes, sir. Well, he's
3: making a movie. And he's going to play a stay-at-home dad in a troubled marriage with Julianne Moore. So they asked him in uh, People magazine, tell us, what's the secret of a great marriage? And the answer is, ask for what you want, even though you may risk being too needy. No. Yes, in print. Mm. In print, it's the wrong approach. <laughs> you know, in all my interviews of women, they say, "I don't want a guy to dominate me and I don't want a needy guy." Well, he's been married to uh, Tia Leone since 97. But the point is this, there's good marriages and there's marriages that are not so good. And I remember I, I, on the show, oh, I'm sorry, doc, go ahead. I want I want the wife the, the wife's interest level to be in the 90s at all times. But if you're needy, That's a huge turn-off to her.
1: Well, here's the thing about it. Now, and we don't exactly know what's going on with their marriage one way or the other. But I remember on the show about, I don't know, about eight months ago, a guy called in. And a guy said, you know, Doc... Your, your system and stuff, I mean, it's nice, but, you know, I know guys that do just the opposite of your system, and they're married, they have girlfriends, and the point you made to that guy, which I thought is uh, a very good point, and I think it applies in this situation... Is that, well, yeah, I mean, these guys might be married. They might have girlfriends, but their girlfriend's interest level might be 55 or 60. Now, if you can put up with a woman with an interest level 55 or 60 and stay married or stay in a relationship with her, fine. But I want the woman's interest level in the 90s.
3: Well, see, what the guy guy does is he says, well, you know, she was hurt before, and, you know, that's just the way she's built. I'm going to tell you something the most messed up girl in the world can have 95% interest level. But what happens is the man rationalizing, well, she's just not that expressive, you know. And the point is this, she could be. So he has to rationalize for that low interest level being 55 to 65, while his is 85 to 90. And, you know, it's like she just, she loves you, but there's no intensity and the guy says, well, she's just not that type of person. Uh, yeah, she's not that type of person with you. Right. They can't get their egos past that, though. And, you know, you'll see a beautiful couple at a party or something. You'll look at them and say, what a beautiful couple. And then they go home and they start throwing things at each other or screaming and yelling. Sure, they're married. But what's the condition of the marriage? Is the woman's interest level the most important factor in the relationship, which none of these other love doctors ever mention? That's exactly. what counts. That's what counts. Well, we got got of Flav in the news. Yeah, yeah. This is one of my uh, favorite shows. <laughs> so they're asking them all about romance, and this is in the People magazine. What are the first things you look for? She's got to be pretty, got to have brains, and she's got to have good housewife skills. All right. That's all right. And then it says, are you a gentleman? I'm an open-the-door, pull-out-the-chair kind of guy. For the first two months. After that, you'll be opening your own, own door. What, what? 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 You'll be opening your own door after six. months uh, No, no, no. Flava, Flav, please. No. The things I that mean, caught
1: her are the things that are going to keep her. That's what most guys... I mean, the guy... Um, the guys that get surprised when their wives leave them are the guys that changed from how they were when they were dating... how they are when they're married i mean a woman falls in love with one situation she's not all of a sudden going to just accept the fact well i'm married now i guess i can just
3: uh put up with being ignored or disrespected it doesn't work that way what caught her will keep her and if you've been married 15 years and you go to home depot with your wife how long does it take to walk around the truck and open the door it takes twelve seconds. seconds. Twelve. Yeah. Seconds. It doesn't take any time. I'm not asking you guys to do something that will take two or three hours. And you know what she says to her girlfriends? You know, John still opens the door, and we've been married 14 years. You know, and their girls will say, "My husband stopped doing that the day we got married." And so you're making yeah. points with her. That's the whole idea. Women like guys who go out of their way a little bit. They love that because it shows that you're considerate and they think that's romance. They think that's affection. So give it to them. Well, yeah, I mean, because, you know, otherwise
1: you're either going to be in a marriage that you talked about earlier where, you know, they're screaming at each other. There's low interest level from the woman or you're going to be divorced. And it just it just doesn't make any sense to get into a long term commitment if you're not willing to do things the right way all the way
3: through. You, you can't let it get stale, guys. Well, we got the brainwashing file, Doc. Yeah, we're back in good old Glamour magazine. And they got a male love doctor in there. His name is Jake. So he's telling the women what to do with these questions. Check this out. If a guy doesn't call or email me a few days after a great date, does that mean he's lost interest or he's trying to play it cool? Or should I just call him? This it, it is the answer. It means either he's really interested but not trying to. Not to show it, or he's not interested at all. Okay, so far so good. Helpful, huh? But my advice is the same no matter what's going on in his head. Don't call him right away, and don't get all petulant about how the man is supposed to call the woman. That's so 1955. Dead wrong on this one. Just wait about a week, and then invite him to a bar with you and some friends. No group dates. Right. She doesn't want to be there with her girlfriends. She wants to be there with him. If he's interested, yeah. he, if he's interested, he'll come. True. If he's not interested, he won't. Either way, you'll know. And if he joins you and hits on one of your friends, you know, you're supposed to put a plastic fork, uh, you know, into his into the top of his hand. But the the point <laughs> the point is the point is this. Okay. What if she doesn't call, and he never calls? Well a guy's out. If a guy doesn't yeah. phone you within two weeks, he's never gonna call. And if he does, you know, you're third or fourth position, ladies. So for you to call, what you're doing is is you're showing your interest level. You should wait. And I don't think it's so fifties. Yeah. That's I mean it. you know it's always good in the system you're always talking about incoming, and if it's incoming from a woman, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. But the thing is this we're gonna wait five to nine days. No. Yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna ask the girl out again, but the point is this: to go out to to ask him to go out on a group date, that's all wrong.
0: And what, if, and so what th- if the
3: guy what if the guy was gonna call you the next day? Yeah. So here's a guy misleading women. And then the other question: Listen to this.
1: Well, hey Doc, real quick before we go on yeah. to that, let me ask you one quick question. This brings up an interesting point for students of the system, because you always say that if a woman is giving you incoming. In other words, if she calls you for a date, yeah. you should accept it. You right. know, even you might even break that five- to nine-day rule. Right. You're going to, you you know, you're going to maybe see her the next day or whatever. But what if she calls you up? It's incoming, but she does, in fact, ask you out on a group date. What do you do? How do you counter that? Because it is incoming, but yeah. it's not the right situation for you.
3: Say, uh, is, is there a night we could make it without your girlfriends? Would you actually say that? Yeah. To, I mean because yeah, I want her to cough up with the date. She says, No, I'll make it Thursday without my girlfriends. I said, Okay, you got it Thursday. I want okay. her I want her to name the date. That's all. Okay. That's the all thing. Right, what, what's the uh, what's the second question, Doc? Uh, I'm not attracted to my boyfriend physically, but I'm trying to overlook it because he's sweet and loving. Am I being fair? Answer any self respecting guy would rather get dumped than be pitied by a woman he's crazy about. Okay, that's okay. Eventually, he'll sense that he wants you more than you want him, and no like no guy likes that. Now, this is kind of a half truth what he's saying here. Now, listen to this again slowly. Eventually, he'll sense that he wants you more than you want him. Yeah, her interest level fifty five, and his ninety five, or yeah. is the interest his interest level eighty eight, and hers eighty seven? See, they don't allow for any degrees of love. You're in, you're out. You're married or you're divorced, and that's what the system, my system, gets into, degrees of love.
1: Moving on to segment two from September 6, 2006, the first caller says he's overly shy and anxious and talks about how he battles that but is still struggling and needs Doc's coaching. Also, he admits he doesn't have the book memorized, so as you can imagine, that doesn't make Doc very happy. Next caller, 51 years young, been an avid follower of the system for years. He wants to know a few things. One, how do you help your friends with the system? And Doc tells him how to do it and issues a warning to him. Also... He has this situation where he couldn't ask a widow for her number, and Doc coaches him on mistakes he made here. Also, in the middle of the call, you hear me break in and ask Ron to clarify his question. Here's why. In the original show, and I have no idea why, we interrupted Ron, took a break, and then went to some Doc Love mails, and then continued with Ron. So what I had to do is string it together for this show. By the way, new Doc Love Club members, you'll hear them talking about home phone number, and phone book in this call. Yes, this was 2006, and technology has certainly changed since then. As I said at the top of the show, do not pay attention to the technology, but the principles. Those principles are timeless. Even Doc himself moved from home phone number to just phone number when cell phones took over. Doc Love Mail comes up next. Guy gives us a You Changed My Life letter and also talks about the contrast between how a system guy writes his online dating profile versus how a non-system guy writes his profile. A great email. Next Doc Love Mail. Should you date your coworker's best friend? Emphatically, yes, says Doc, and he explains why. This segues into us talking about a law from the 48 Laws of Power that I call the 64 Laws of Power, which of course is Something that I messed up. Ah, live radio. Can you test interest level without kissing? Doc is going to answer that. Our next caller talks about his experience with online dating. At the time, it was Yahoo Personals he was talking about, which I don't think exists any longer. But regardless... All of the coaching you're about to hear centers on online dating, which does still exist, so this is definitely not wasted for you. He made a major strategic error in talking on the phone that Doc talks to him about. Also, he is relating his experience with the coffee date and how he's not doing well with challenge. You'll find out what I mean when you hear this call between him and Doc. All right, segment two, September 6, 2006. Our first caller of the day is Brian, twenty-four years young from Cleveland. Brian, welcome to the Doc Love Show. What's your question, man?
4: Hi. Um, well, I'm I'm overly shy and anxious, um, and to battle that, um, I had started to like take some dance classes, and I go to yoga all the time. Um, I am purposely putting myself in situations where I can meet women and. I'm finding it incredibly hard because I, I can't even say hi to a woman I'm interested in.
3: Uh, don't and, don't talk to women you're interested in. Talk to women you're not interested in. Talk to women that you're not attracted to. Right. And practice on them.
4: Well, see, well, see. Do you hear I what I'm? Sa- Do
3: you hear what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I, because you I, see, you see a girl who you see a girl that you're not attracted to, and you walk up to her and start talking. It's no big deal. Now you're talking about strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't pick up strangers. Right. It says in the book, you got to have something in common. Right. You know, go through the newspaper on Thursday and find out what's going on that weekend and all the free events and go out with a buddy. And have your buddy go up first to the two girls and talk, and then you can go up, and then he right. can introduce you. Let him take the point and take the first hit. Mm-hmm. But you have to think of a way to get around this. You can't, you right. know, you just can't go through the rest of your life this way. Are you? Have you memorized the book?
4: It's been a while since I've even looked
3: at ah, it. Ah, is it, you're not asking my question. Is it memorized? No, no. You come to me and you say, "Doc, I've memorized the book. I teach my buddies. I studied the Cary Grant, I studied the Cary Grant movies, and I got mastery one, two, and three. And I've tested myself, and I could give a seminar on this. And I still can't walk up to a girl. Right? And then we'll talk. Well, but well, you don't I have don't, you don't have that situation.
4: I don't have any issues talking with women that I'm not interested in.
3: This information must be memorized. There's too okay. many guys sending me emails saying I got tons of confidence now because it is memorized. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. So that's what you gotta do, buddy. But talk to girls you're not that interested in. Right. And see how it feels. Are you are you generally nervous around everybody? I mean on job interviews, talking to guys, just you're just a nervous person.
4: Well, I used to be really awful in the sense I used to stutter. Um, and then I went to college, and ever since I started taking dance class, like I'm completely comfortable, and I have a ton of female friends. Going up to them and talking to them, I even go to the gym, and I find women just to practice on. Like what you're saying. Just oh, good, to talk. good.
3: Okay. So the point is this: though? you are improving. Yes. Yeah, you're. You're okay. Okay. The point is this: and you're 24. You're not 44. Right. So the main thing is that, so. Please memorize the book. Mm-hmm. And you will get more confidence. And 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 kids, kibitz with girls you're not that attracted to. Thanks a lot for calling.
4: Thank you.
1: Okay, let's move on to Minnesota. We have Ron, fifty one years young. Ron, welcome to the Doc Love Show. Hey, Ron.
5: Follower and strict follower of the system for many, many years. Unfortunately, hey, Ron,
1: R- Ron, hi. Can you start over, buddy? We had a te- slight technical glitch. Oh, sure. so if you could start your question over, thank yeah. you. Yeah,
5: no, I just said hi, guys. Um, uh, Doc, I've been an avid and very strict follower of the system for many, many years. Unfortunately, I got it too late because my wife interest level was below 49% when I got it, no. <clears throat> but it hasn't done me wrong since, and I'm in the dating mode right now. I've heard you say to know the system well enough to teach your buddies, and right. I've also heard you say to keep your mouth shut. Well, it depends. Uh, i got a lot of buddies that are getting their butts handed to them. And yeah, like and, to and,
3: to them. and ask them, just say, i got an idea for you maybe help you. The guy says, no, I don't want to talk about it. Then you uh, don't help him. Okay. You know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink.
5: But if they're interested.
3: But if they're interested, say, hey, you know, they talked to you about interest level a little bit here, about how important it is that the guy's always projects his interest level. He always looks at his own interest level. You know, I love her, so she's got to love me back. Well, so much for the reality factor. And then, right. and then say, hey, go to Doc Love's site. And... Uh, do me a favor. He's got a thirteen hundred word article there. Read it and find there find a sentence in there that you don't like or don't understand, or or show me that where he's wrong, and then go from there and work on the guy. Okay. But 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 if a, if a guy's not open to you, please don't beat your head against the wall.
5: Okay. It's just sad.
3: No, it, it's very sad. But you know they don't want. They, hey, some guys are ready. Some guys aren't.
5: Okay. I ran into this situation I'm not sure how to handle, and, man, I'm trying to work the system, but the the situation just isn't working for me. Go ahead. I met a gal at a singles, um, semi-formal dinner dance at a friend's house. Unfortunately, at the time, I was with somebody, uh, at, a gal at the same party, and it wouldn't have been appropriate for me to ask this girl for her number. Um, I'm available now and would like to make contact, and I've got to admit, Doc, my interest level hit a hard 85% when I met her. Uh-huh. Um, she's a, she, she was just great. Um, there's a couple of situations here. One, her husband died. How long ago? Uh, two years.
3: And how long uh, was she married?
5: Uh, 17 years.
3: Was she deeply in love with him?
5: Yeah, well, you know, I would believe so. I'd, I really don't know her that okay. well. That's the okay. problem.
3: Okay. You got her home phone number?
5: Well, I got it out of the phone book. That's that's the problem. Um, let me finish this up here. That was the first question. Is there any problems with, you know, ghostly lover problems or anything with a, a person who lost her husband? Maybe. Okay, the second thing is, um, I haven't seen her since. Um, there was another singles party in April. Now, this is February, I met her.
3: We have Ron,
1: continued from our last break. Ron, 51 years young from Minnesota. Ron, you had a few questions for the doc about specific situation you're dealing with with a particular woman. Why don't you refresh us on those two questions, and uh, we'll get the uh, expert coaching from Doc.
5: Okay. I met this gal at a party in, in February of '06. And uh, I was with somebody at the time, so it was, wouldn't be appropriate for me to ask her for her number. Um,
3: was she with a date? What's that? Was the girl with a date?
5: No, she wasn't. It was a single party.
3: I would have asked her. Oh, boy. I would have asked her. Okay. But go ahead. Okay. Now, you, anyway. now would you, soon as now, soon as your date goes to the bathroom, you run over there and get it.
5: Okay. Well, I danced with this gal.
3: Oh, you you, you were talking to her?
5: Yeah, she showed me a lot of oh, interest. Oh,
3: you should have closed, closed, closed. most important chapter in the book is close. C-L-O-S-E, ask for the order. Well, that's well, what you should have felt done. Well, I bad
5: it. because I was with a gal, and I thought, man, that's, if, if a gal asked for gave her number on a date to some other guy, I'd dump her.
3: Interest level cuts everything.
5: Okay. Well, Okay.
3: And anyway, you're dumping a girl that doesn't dig you. <laughs>
5: yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I I'm, I'd, I'd like to give this gal a call. She was at a party in April that I couldn't make, and I've hit every party since to basically to meet up with her again and ask her her number.
3: So, you, so you should have asked her then.
5: Yeah. I'd okay.
3: That. Now you say you got her number out of the phone book.
5: Well, she. I. Uh, some people are saying, well, she had asked, talked about me, and asked how I was
3: doing, and all this sort yeah, of stuff. But money. how about the person that throws the parties?
5: Uh, this guy used to date
3: her. Oh, so he's out. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. Uh, um, you just you just have to call her up out of the blue.
5: Okay, that was my question. That's There's it. no challenge there, so that kind no. of freaked
3: me. No, you call her up, say, and just act nonchalant. We met back in, what was it, February? Yeah. Say, we were at a party in February, and uh, I was going through the phone book, minding my own business, and your name jumped out at me, so here I am. Okay. That's it. Try to make light of it, and don't apologize for the fact that it's been a long time. And uh, I want to know if you could uh, go out on, on a date with me. Let's right. say, let's say Thursday at seven. I'd like to take you to dinner. Great. Can you make it?
5: Well, do you think that would be appropriate dinner or coffee date?
3: No, no, no. You already got time in with this girl. Okay. You want to go on a first big date with this girl? Okay, good. Because you dance with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd skip the, I'd skip the, uh, I'd skip the short date. I'd go for the, the big one on this. All right. Plus, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to appear cheap. Plus, because you've already met her, so I would go for the. But most of the time, ninety-nine percent of the time, we're going to go for the short date. Mm-hmm. But because of this situation, I would say go for the first big date. Just okay. make it Sunday, Sunday through Thursday. Right. No Friday or Saturday.
5: Now, there's another question about her husband dying. I've heard some issues about... We now, don't I know like, what's I, going on in her head. I like the idea about the husband dying because she didn't divorce him, and I like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you
5: know, what can I say? She doesn't have a history. Yeah. Um, but from another perspective, I heard that, that uh, those girls have a hard time moving on.
3: Some you know? do. Some don't. But I say this. Interest level cuts everything. Right. Every time she with you, with you, she has a great time. You got manners and class. You got clean nails and clean shoes, and she always has a great time. Yep. And life goes on. Life, like Woody Allen says, life is for the living. You do everything right, she'll fall in love with you. Great. As soon as you get some uh, red flags, you just don't ask her out anymore. And don't blame it on the husband dying. Blame it on the fact that you didn't do something right to raise interest oh. level. Yep. I know but you that. have to get her uh, now. He passed away you know, a couple months ago, but still, he's married seventeen years. You said.
5: I think it was something like 17 years.
3: Yeah, but next time when you're dancing with somebody, ask them for the home phone number. Right. And don't say, hey, by the way, I realize I'm with a date. I hope you don't think I'm a rat for doing this. Don't get on the defensive. Just say, by the way, what's your home phone number? And she says, well, aren't you with somebody? I said, yeah, but I want to be with you. What's your home phone number? (laughs) What's your home phone number? That's what you do. Okay. Okay, have fun with it. Thank Don't get guys. serious. Appreciate it. You're this great. This has got to be funny and light. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Doc. Bye-bye.
1: Okay, Doc, let's take some email here. We have got a uh, guy from com. He says... Uh he says, Doc, I want to say thank you sincerely for all that you do. Since I purchased the system, I've entered a new realm of commanding knowledge in my life. I'm a big fan of the system and your show. I thought the rest of the crowd should know how important the system really is. Anyway, I occasionally visit online dating sites and play a part. As you know, a person should have a decent profile as close to it as possible in order to attract a flexible giver amongst other good qualities in a woman. So Sometimes I look what the competition I'm up against has to say other fellow bachelors summarization of how they describe themselves is very surprising to me doc you wouldn't believe this but a lot of guys are just anti-challenge and simply uninformed for example one guy starts off by saying quote i am lonely please help
3: (laughs) i'm a lonely guy please love me (laughs) hey that's what that's what that's what some movie stars believe tell them you're needy and they're going to love you more he says,
1: uh, he says, Doc, well, he basically just says, Doc, please keep up the excellent work
3: because you're really helping men all over the world become men. Yeah, forget those other guys. There's plenty of guys out there making mistakes, and there's some guys there that are not making mistakes. But just make sure that you are not making mistakes. That's what counts. But I appreciate right. the compliment. Yeah, it's really interesting that how he picked up on that
1: thing. Like, if he was wandering around a dating site pre-doc love days, he probably wouldn't even have noticed those things, and he might have even thought they were okay. That's my whole job here is to educate you guys. There's a right way and a wrong way to do things with women. And it might seem that you're harsh on guys sometimes, but you're really just trying to give them the right way to do it. And sometimes you got to beat up on them to have that happen.
3: Yeah, you can't you can't tone down the truth all the time. Okay, a guy uh, emails,
1: uh, says, Doc, is it a good idea to date my co-worker's best friend? She just came up to me out of the blue and asked me out. Thanks, Doc. Of course.
3: Ask her out, definitely. Okay. Why not? What's he worried about? Well, odds are they're not going to get married, so somebody's going to drop the other, and then he's got to work with the the co-worker. And he just says to the co-worker, hey, she's a great girl. And she says, but I understand you're not going out anymore. I said, yeah. You know something, though? She's a great girl. That's it. No negatives out of me. So basically, do not trash
1: the co-worker. Yeah, of I mean, don't not. trash the co-worker's best friend. Always show Always class, guys.
3: Show class.
1: Okay. She might get prom- you know, know promoted.
3: She might get promoted and be your supervisor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and you know, also the thing about it is in the uh, Power Book that you read, the 64 Laws of Power that we've read on the show. 48 Laws. Yep. I'm adding, I, yep. well, you know, I, I added an addendum to it, yep. Doc, so I added another uh, 16 chapters. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but in the 48 Laws of Power, uh, one of the big things is, is you know, keep your mouth shut. Do not show your hand. And, you know, even if you, even if you had the worst time in the world with the co-worker's best friend, you wouldn't want to give that co-worker a basically a window into your soul you want to keep your mouth shut you don't want people to know what you're really thinking
3: and the thing is this you have to work with that person you got to see them all the time
1: okay I've got a uh, I've got a uh, question that I think is um, uh, probably directed at the very very conservative guys in our audience but um, this guy, He says that uh, he's very, very conservative, and he thinks of kissing as being a very intimate gesture. Uh, He even thinks it's reserved for marriage. Now, he says, is there any way to test interest level without kissing?
3: Yeah, make sure sure that she has a great time on every date, and at the end of the date, she says, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. They let you know when they like you. But I've had some that fooled me, so I said, "Let's really test it. Let's kiss them," you know. But I realize there's some, uh, you know, uh, some religious groups that are ultra conservative, and they don't believe in kissing, which is fine. But I f- I have found it to be a great test because the majority of the girls turn their heads. And it's not because of religion, it's because of low interest level. I just don't want to be fooled, that's all. So let's move on to New York. We have got Jim, 47 years young, from New York.
1: Jim, welcome to the show.
6: Hey, how are you doing? Good, Jim. Thanks What's up? You? Well, I sent you an email. Let me just tell you the situation. Uh, I met a nice woman, 37, on Yahoo Personals. Yeah. And we were kind of talking back and forth. Uh, we actually were emailing each other back and forth, and, and eventually I spoke to her, and we spoke for about two and a half hours.
3: Too long. Before before the initial contact, too long. Wait a minute. You met this girl before you met her physically for no, two. No,
6: no. Yeah, we. I was on Yahoo personals. Yeah, and we were emailing each other back and forth. Right. And then I gave her my number, and she called me.
3: And you, as soon as she called, said, "Let's meet at Starbucks, Wednesday at six o'clock." Right. Like, if you you want to do the talking so you can see her body language. So you gave away the store without passing the without passing the physical attraction test. Okay. You're you're, uh, you're on second. You got to go back to first and tag up now. Okay. <laughs> there, there's a, there's an order to my system. Right. And the phone is to get the date. It's not to talk on. Gotcha. Okay. For well, next in time.
6: Event, but go ahead. We, we spoke for about two and a half hours, and then um, we were supposed to meet. She works uh, northern New York. I'm in the city. Uh, she comes down a lot for business, and she was supposed to meet me a couple of times. And she couldn't make it because the uh, you know, the business meeting was, was canceled. So we finally were scheduled to meet uh, on Saturday, but somehow we got our signals crossed and she was in the mall looking for me in Westchester on Friday, but I wasn't there. So I called her, you know, I got a voicemail. She said, you know, where are you? And I, and I called her and I said, no, misunderstanding. I meant Saturday. and She says, no problem. We can make it another time. So I said, let's make it tomorrow. So we actually met in the mall. And I hadn't eaten, so I said, you know, I know you're not big on, you know, yeah. money. Yeah. We went to a nice little restaurant. It wasn't expensive.
3: That's all right. That's okay. Bucks. That's okay.
6: We sat down, and we had a nice hour and a half lunch, and it was really nice. Yeah. You know, the body language was there. She, she was smiling. Her eyes were open. She was very attentive. Good. At the end of the meeting, we walked and talked for another 15 minutes, and then she hugged me, you know, and I, of course, hugged her back, and then we were talking for another two minutes. She hugged me again. She said, I'll call you. And, you know, she seemed... I, I thought it went well. So this was uh, Saturday. Monday, I sent her a text message... Mistake. That, it's
3: way too soon.
6: Okay. You well, should have well, yeah, called, you. You
3: call called, called her a week later and asked her out for a big date.
6: Well, I sent her a text message saying I had a nice time.
3: Nah, you don't do that. You're checking in. You're killing challenge. Okay. Challenge is you disappear. No communication. Okay. I want her to wonder where, what this guy is doing. And what you do is you kill wonderment. Gotcha. It's not for you to check in. Gotcha. All the other guys are doing that. She got rid of. Okay. Predictably. Boring. Right. Yeah.
6: So then she responded and she had a nice time, too. Now, this is Saturday. And today is Wednesday. And I'm, I have no intention of calling her at this point. I'm just not going to call her. Why not? Well, I mean... Because she says she's going to call me. So, wait, wait,
3: I don't care what she says. Okay. We're going to go by the system. We wait five to nine days, and we ask her out for a big date.
6: Okay, so you're saying I should call her
3: Friday? No, you never call on Friday or Saturday.
6: Well, we we met Saturday, and I guess Friday would be five days.
3: No. Oh, okay, five to nine days. Okay. So now you call her. You call her Monday. You call her Sunday or Monday, and ask okay. her for Thursday. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Remember, you can't go in too slowly. Only too quickly. Gotcha. Okay.
6: So let me ask you a question. Given this scenario, now of course we don't know what's on her, in her mind, but what do you? Th- I mean, do you think there? I mean, what do you think this is something I should let go? It's still not. You know, there's a possibility. I mean, what? You know, I, I just want
3: your opinion. It's too it. new to rate. Right. When you get when you have nine big dates with this girl with no red flags, and then we got a bingo. Till then, I don't count anything. It's too new to rate. Don't read too much into it.
6: Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah.
1: you no know, meeting a lot of okay. people on the Internet, so it just happens to be one of them.
3: Okay. Thank you for calling.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Moving on. Segment three, September 6, 2006. The first caller, his divorce is final soon after being married over 20 years, and now he's starting over with a new lady and needs Doc's coaching. Plus, Doc gives him a master class on counteroffer as well. The next caller asked Doc to coach his friend who is listening and has trouble getting numbers. You'll hear Doc's coaching, plus he talks about home phone number, but as you know, this got changed to just phone number as we went along. Doc then tells us how many dates we can expect out of 30 women contacted. It's a numbers game, according to Doc. Next, Doc explains a chapter from the system on control. Super valuable to hear Doc talk about his book. By the way, when Doc talks about control, he refers to control over yourself. Self-control. Never control over her. Our next caller is an international caller from Mexico. He's been dating her for about five months. He wants to know how to help her deal with a personal tragedy. Finally, I asked Doc, how do you let women know without telling them directly that you will leave if things aren't right within the relationship? Well, Doc is going to give us the answer as we wrap up this segment, which, of course, is segment three from September 6, 2006. Let's move from New York to the West Coast. Get Brian, 44 years young, young from Los Angeles. Ryan, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've been... Uh, I'm My divorce will be final later this month after being married for 23 years. Uh, and I met a girl about uh, about four months ago, which was about a one month before I found your book. Uh-huh. Um, after reading your stuff and listening to your CDs, uh, I realized that you know during that that one month I'd done a, I'd done a lot of things right, but I did a few things wrong. So I kind of started over and got things back on track. You know, went back to square one. Good. Um, she seems to have high interest and and is very giving, and I uh, have not seen any red flags as far as integrity. But I am a little bit concerned about her flexibility. Um, she's never been married, and uh, she's my age, so she's she's actually 43. Um, never been married, and is a very successful and independent businesswoman. And uh, on many occasions, I've invited her to participate in some of uh, some activities with me, you know, going mountain biking or, or doing various things. And uh, um, most of the time, she's uh, she's turned me down because um, you know she she has clients and tends to have you know later uh, business meetings, either in the late afternoon or does early she, does evening. Does she
3: counteroffer?
2: Not usually. Well, th- you, th- you, th- when I, you I ask her girl
3: out twice and there's no counteroffer, you throw the number away.
2: Okay. I, I told her that I'm going to take a hint
3: and quit. You know, No, 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 no. Don't tell her what you, no, you're, you're, you're pouting. Okay. You're giving an ultimatum. You're begging. You're doing all those things. You don't want to do that. Right. Right. Well, if you're not going to go out with me, I'll show you. I mean, you're, it sounds like a ninth grader. Right. You don't do that. You ask her out twice, no counter offer. You throw the number out, and that's it. And if she calls you up and she says, How come you're not calling me? I said, I asked you out twice. You didn't counter offer. Well, I want to counter offer now. Okay, let's go out next Wednesday then. Bub, we're back on track. But odds are, twice I call them once, but I tell my new students twice because they they think I'm being too tough. But when a girl doesn't say, "No, I can't make it Tuesday, but I can make it next Sunday." That's all they they say that. Guys don't know that women can say that. They don't think women have the ability to say that. Isn't that something? Because they got to rationalize the fact that she's not counter-offering. That she doesn't have interest level. The male ego, I'm telling you, it's the devil. Okay.
2: Very good. Okay. That's, you know, that's exactly what I was thinking you know, The high, high interest level should, should cut through it
3: all. Oh, she has to say, uh-huh. you know, i got a business meeting. I'm busy. Hey, I have a lot of successful students that are going out with busy, busy women. But the woman says, I can't make it, but I can make it next week, Wednesday. That's my free day. And the guy says, great, we'll make it Wednesday next week. Okay. But if she can't do that, she's not interested. Interest level cuts everything. you got to get that. Exactly. Thanks, All buddy. Right, thank you. You got it. I uh, got about four minutes left in the segment. Let's take
1: one more call. George from California, 23 years young. George, welcome to the show. What's your question, man?
4: What's up, Doc? Hey. All right. Well, I've been I've been reading your stuff for about three years, and I got a great girl. But I've been teaching my friend for your stuff for two years. He has your book. He he listens to your show all the time, and I'm always like I'm pulling for him. You know, I want him to get girls like me. You know, so. Basically, it's been two years. He, he, he doesn't even ask girls for numbers. Uh, he says he's picky, but I think he's shy. And he's listening right now. Is there anything you could like say the to num- him?
3: The number one, him? my number one rule is: the first step, the first step is, Caprice, comma, what's your home phone number? You got to get that out. Nothing will start without that. That's getting up the bat. That's swinging at the ball. Okay. You got to swing to hit. If you don't swing, you know who was it? Babe Ruth. He got, he got uh, uh, struck out many, many times. Yeah. You know, Michael Jordan has missed a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, that's part of it. That's part of being successful is not taking rejection personally because it's a numbers game. Right. I don't care if you sell cars. If you talk to 10 people, I sold two cars. I talked to 20 apartment house owners. I only got one listing. I don't look at the 19, but I got to hit 20 people to get the one. It's a 5% closing ratio to get a listing on an apartment house. These these numbers apply because because I put sales into... Uh, uh, into love and that's how i thought about thought about outside the box what you got to do is is learn to love rejection because the more you get rejected guess what the faster you're getting to the one that counts assuming you're doing the right things mm-hmm. but if your buddy can talk about it can read the book and all that and can't ask for the home phone how many times do i say ask for the home phone number in the dating dictionary 64 exactly that's my point. So he's got to do that. He's just not ready. Say he's not. You're not ready, my friend. Okay. If you can't ask for a home phone number,
4: that's true. You, you'll
3: you're never get started. Yeah. You know, that's, that's like, you know, I'm going to the track meet and I can't find my shoes. <laughs> Sorry to say. But, hey, you're doing good and that's what counts. He'll, well, I want him he'll to do come. He'll too. come around with time. Okay. And I And I appreciate the fact you're trying to help your buddy. Yeah. Thanks for calling. All right. See you, Doug.
1: And let's uh, bring that up for the guys that are in the audience that uh, may be new to the system or maybe guys that are not quite into the system yet. Is that it is a numbers game? There's something you do bring out in the system, Doc. That out of every, and I'll let you finish this. But out of every thirty girls, how many can you expect to get the home phone number, and how many dates can you expect?
3: Well, you're gonna get. You're gonna get uh, out of thirty girls. You're gonna get maybe seven to twelve to twelve home phone numbers. And then you're going to out out of that you maybe you're going to get four or five dates, and out of that three are professional daters, two or three girls are really good girls with high interest level, and one or two have good uh, good attitudes on top of the fact that they like you. But you look at it, you're starting off with thirty, then we go down to ten, then we go down to five, then we go down to one. It's the numbers. Everything is numbers. Our whole society is run. All the computers are run on numbers. And what you guys got to do is this, is realize that the more women you ask out, the quicker you're going to find her. Yeah. The better chance you have of finding the
1: woman that you're really supposed to be with is born out of the fact of your willingness
3: to, well, you know, sift through all the ones that aren't right for you. And, and, and you're going to get numbers, and they're going to break dates, and they're going to give you wrong numbers, and they're going to say call back to verify. And that's just, that's just part of it. But that's all explained in the dating dictionary. That's just part of dating. Doc, I'd like to, uh, in this segment, pick
1: out something from the system for you to expand on. And uh, there I'm looking at uh, page 65 on the system. And if you could
3: explain what you mean by control. You know, when I'm out of control, my mind goes blank. I don't know what's going on, and I feel very, very vulnerable, and I think most men feel like this, but... If you memorize my materials, you're going to feel in control. And not necessarily – you're not going to be controlling the woman. But what you're going to be able to do is control yourself and feel good about yourself because you know what is going on. You're able to read the game. So when I talk about control, I'm talking about self-control And having the product knowledge, i.e. that this book is memorized, that now when I move forward, it's not like I'm going into a room where the lights are off or I'm blindfolded. I'm now aware of what's going on. So that's what you have to think of. And that's why it's so important that guys
1: do memorize this book, because that is the only way that you have the best chance of dealing with all the situations that really women are going to throw at you.
3: And the key is this. When you start adding to the system, when you start doing and saying things that you didn't read in my materials, you know you have it. Because this stuff grows with time with you. And my lifelong students, they'll verify that.
1: And you did say to that one guy that, uh, we had the one guy in the segment that said, Well, you know, I, I'm shy. I'm not, the things aren't really working for me. And, you know, you said, Listen, if, unless you have memorized the system and you can teach your buddies, plus you've memorized mastery one, two, and three and passed all the tests that you're supposed to give yourself then you're really not in a position to say whether or
3: not you are good with women or not, because you just don't know. It's like a guy who's 100 pounds overweight, right? And he goes out, and he loses 50. You got 50 more to go. I said, why did you stop? You know, like this guy, he had the book. Why isn't the book memorized? I tell you in the very beginning, this is like you go to a karate class, and a guy says, I'm going to make you a black belt in two weeks. And another guy's going to say, I'll make you a black belt in seven years. I believe the second guy Luis from
1: Mexico 24 years young Luis welcome to the show
7: uh, Thank you uh, uh, Yes uh, Doc Yes sir uh, I think you're doing an excellent job
3: Thank you uh,
7: My question is this I've been dating um, Caprice for five months uh, She laughs at my corny jokes and uh, touches me on uh, every date Good Um so we have a lot of fun together uh my question is uh how to proceed on some situation that uh i i currently have sure going usually uh is very disciplined in terms of uh, she doesn't call me in between dates that's all right so when i say that date uh she waits for for that to happen but um Yesterday night, uh, she called me because uh, her her dog uh, was killed. So I I followed your uh, uh, recommendations on uh, telling her that uh, you'll be fine and and things like that. Uh, So my question is, uh, at this point, should I uh, should I uh, I I was gonna see her uh, today. Uh, so should I uh, go and visit her, or, or 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 what should I do? Should I let her uh some time uh, uh, till she gets uh,
3: how, over how, this? How, how, how did you? Is this a definite date today?
7: Uh, how did yes. you get?
3: To, did you ask her out next week for this day?
7: Yes, for today. For
3: today, and you haven't talked since you asked her out.
7: Uh, we talked yesterday because she she called me in the night because she she had uh, she had uh, this problem of yeah. her dog uh, uh, died.
3: Okay, what you want to what you want to do this is take her out and, and have a fun time with her. Okay, and and uh, tell her you feel very sad. Say I'm very I feel very bad because I know how much you loved your little doggy. Okay. Okay, say that to her and look her in the eye, and then after you say that, then make her laugh after that. Have a fun time. Okay. Okay? Okay.
7: Sounds good. Do. Okay,
3: Louie? Thank,
7: Thank you very you. much. Thank you very much. You doc. got her. Thanks. Yes. Thank you for okay. calling.
1: Yeah, it's, tell me how important it is to have posture with women. when they, And what I mean by that, where they know beyond a shadow of a doubt without
3: you telling them that you can leave them. They're gonna they're gonna sense it through the way you approach and handle the relationships. Is the way I teach you. It's the way you it's the way you ask them out. She says, "Well, I want to know, uh, you know, uh, what do you do for fun before I meet you at Starbucks?" I said, "Babe, do you want to meet me at Starbucks to find out how I have fun or not?" And she says, "No." I said, "Really nice talking to you. I hope you meet a real nice guy when you're out there. You cut loose." we yeah. don 't want somebody with fifty five sixty percent interest level anyway we want it seventy five or eighty we don 't want you don 't want to eat a green apple you want a red apple it 's the same thing <laughs> Wait till the banana
1: ripes ripes itself up right that 's it let 's go on to segment one from september thirteenth two thousand and six. A Doc Love mail leads the segment, and we had some minor audio hits as we begin, but it's all airable. The first emailer knows her through her ex, and now he's dating her, and she's displaying high interest level, and he's worried his interest level is rising too fast and needs Doc's coaching. Doc does think he's doing well, and gives him some advanced system class thinking on rebounding and more. After this, you'll hear me acting like the show is starting over, but it's not. It's just a commercial break we had in the middle of the segment, which I, of course, cut out. Doc then talks about a brainwashing item about a woman that writes in The Time about an article called, Where Have All the Cary Grants Gone? And Doc explains how this affects how women might view guys on dates. An interesting take from Doc. Doc then talks about why he coaches you the way he does. I always love hearing Doc explain this. Next up, Brainwashing, an article about a broken heart that Doc takes apart for half-truths. All right, segment one, September 13th, 2006. Got a pile of emails, and I'm uh, ready to have you coach
3: some guys up to have greater success with women. Good, that's why we're here. We want to help you guys. When you find that special one, and you say, you know what? This girl is a keeper. What do I got to do to make her fall in love with me? Which is the easy part, but harder, I got to keep this girl in love with me for a long, long time. And we're going to show you guys how to do that.
1: Now, well, there's a guy, our first emailer of the day. His name is Brian. He says, uh, I know the girl I'm dating for six months now through an ex colleague, her ex boyfriend. Now, there were no romantic feelings on either side until her boyfriend broke up with her three weeks ago. She cried for one week, by the way. We had a friendly date and had a great time. There was chemistry. The second date, she insinuated she had feelings for me. I remained a challenge, but all of a sudden, she went in for a quick kiss. After some more conversation, she started really kissing me, pulled back, said to herself, isn't this going too fast, and dove in for the next kiss before her sentence was well finished. She's been mailing me every day since, telling me sweet things. I told her I want to take things very slow since she's just out of the relationship. She tells me the same, says since she needs the time, but wants to continue dating me, and I think she'll at least kiss me to the end of the date. If she doesn't kiss back, I'll drop her. I plan one date a week with her, and I want to keep it like that. But she keeps sending me emails, and my male ego is going crazy. I'm responding in a light and funny manner, but nevertheless keep analyzing every word she writes. My interest level is growing too fast. I guess hers is at 80. How do I cool myself down, Doc,
3: and am I doing fine? Yeah, you're doing fine. you got to talk to yourself. Yeah, you're, you, you've done a real nice analysis of this relationship, and I'm real proud of you. And that's what you other guys can do after you memorize the dating dictionary. You will be able to talk like this. But this guy, this girl's doing a rebound. And, see, I like the fact that this girl's gone over the guy, but we don't know how much of that is partly because she's in pain from this other guy dropping her. So it's like part of her interest level is, you know, you make me feel better about myself. Because of the ex-boyfriend, but it's not really because of what whom you are. So that's the thing. Let's say she does have eighty percent interest level, and if we could theoretically do this. Maybe it's sixty percent. You know, him, the new boyfriend, the guy who's sending us the email. Then twenty percent could be um, uh, I'm still in pain from the past. It's just like a girl who uh, wants to marry you from Russia. You know, it's like if her interest level is 80 percent, is it 60 percent you and 20 percent green card? Or is it 60 percent green card? Or in this case, 60 percent pain. But as long as this guy remains a challenge and goes by the system like he's doing, he's going to be protected. But he has to talk to himself and say, look, it, um, I should also hustle other girls at the same time. He shouldn't be going uh, exclusively with this girl until at least at least 10 or 15 dates. You have to stretch it out because you don't want this girl uh, using you, and then she's going to find somebody else and then just get rid of you because she was on the rebound all the time. So that's what you have to keep in mind. That's why you during the interview when a girl's talking to you about past relationships, find out you know, who dropped whom and why.
1: And when it's a rebound like that, Doc... Would you even because you, you, your standard thing is ten dates, sixty days, but yeah, sixty to ninety days, approximately? Yeah, one short date, nine big dates. Yeah, but ideally, would you would you add more to that on a rebound situation? Say you know for sure that it was the girl that got dropped, and she's in pain, and she's on a rebound situation. Would you say, well, I'm going to really throw out the first three or four dates? and then start the count of the ten dates, maybe like the fourth or fifth date. In in other words, would you put her on more of a probation
3: period? Yeah, she's more on a probation period because we don't know where she's coming. Now, if she went out with a guy and he dropped her a year ago, well, we got a lot more time. But this is re- recent, correct? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. recent. Yeah, yeah, so so on this, you got to go slowly. So when she starts saying, you know, I love you, I love you, I love you, and then what happens is you say I love you back, and then she says... You're pressuring me. (laughs) She forgot she said it. It's okay for her to, but she doesn't see that in that rebound stage. She doesn't remember her saying that, herself saying that.
1: The only show in the world that is designed to protect a man's heart, wallet, and time.
3: And that's not just a slogan, Doc. We really back those words up. Yeah, and don't forget their sanity. You know, I've had guys, uh, I taught seminars up in Los Angeles for eight years, and I've had guys come to my seminars, you know, we're going to uh, seeing shrinks. Because, why? You know, they're paying 100 150 an hour for a year, year and a half because of the, uh, I call it the brutalization, and the fact that he felt guilty about, uh, you know, his, uh, his divorce. And we're 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 gonna put divorce lawyers out of work. That's the whole idea of this show. And I want you guys, if you guys stay in the objective state, and go slowly and listen, set your ego aside. I'm gonna take good care of you guys. And you know that that gets us right into the uh, the brainwashing file here. Um, back on August seventh, there was an article in Time magazine, and it's the name of the article is or was. Where have all the Cary Grants gone? And as you know, I have a chapter on Cary Grant. And I tell you to study his movies. Anyway, this woman Carol from uh, New Jersey writes in the Time Magazine. Uh, all the carry where have all the Cary Grants article? Where Have All the Cary Grants Gone article on August 7th certainly struck a chord with me. Not only do movies depict men in a generally negative manner, comma, but sitcoms and TV commercials also consistently portray men as jerks, losers, or lascivious oafs. They have become embarrassing to watch. Well, yeah, and here's, just here's a woman. At- here's a woman noticing. It. And I say, with this constant brainwashing on the female, you know, on the female's mind, you know, rather than her and go out and say, well, gee, I wonder what makes this guy so nice. And she ends up saying, well, I wonder what this jerk's going to do wrong to turn me off. Yeah, I think I think that this manliness And I'm not talking about relating to sports or business or other guys, but this manliness, when it deals with females, is laying dormant. And again, once you get the the system down, this thing is going to come out and become part of your personality, which is just laying there. I'm not teaching you guys to be a a phony or an actor. What I'm showing you to do is take that better part of you, inside of you, and put that out there for the woman to see. And when she does, she'll want to stick around for a long time. Well, back to the brainwashing, Doc. You had something on breaking up. Ah oh, yeah, yeah another another love doctor on the internet. Anyway, this is called this is this article is about a broken heart. So um, listen to this, Jeff, and uh, I'll tell you when to jump in. This is breaking up is never fun to do. The end of a relationship means the beginning of a period of mourning and healing for both people. Is that true, Jeff?
1: Read that to me one more time. The
3: end of a relationship means the beginning of a period of mourning and healing for both people.
1: No, I don't agree with that
3: because the person that leaves first hurts less. Exactly. See, there's your half-truth. This is more your brainwashing. Now listen to this one. If the breakup was mutual, both people would experience a period of adjustment where they are getting used to no longer being together. If the breakup was mutual, in other words, Jeff... There is no mutuality. No. <laughs> Somebody dumps the other one.
1: Yeah, and it's usually the woman. I, I, I
3: hate to say, but it's usually the woman. Yeah, two-thirds of the time. Yeah, yeah, they're, so, they're getting out first. And in, and in dating, it's 90% of the time. If a guy were to run, you know, how many dates? I've had seven dates with Susie, one date with Sally, two dates with Caprice, one date with Lynn, uh, three dates with Charlotte... And I said, wait a minute, I, those last five girls I went out with, I never got to two or three months. I never got to ten dates. You know, how come they always drop me? How come I'm not dropping girls? Well, if a guy's ego would allow him to say that, how come I'm not dropping them? Then I'm going to be your coach. That's the idea here. But but it says here, if the breakup was mutual, this means that their interest level was 51, hers was 51, and his was 51, at exactly the same second on the atomic clock. It went click down to 49, and they said, <laughs> hey, let's break up. And the guy says, you know what? I was just thinking the same thing. And they parted ways, good friends forever. Yeah, maybe in very, very, very <laughs>
1: rare cases, but no, not not it in reality. It's is, you know, it's almost like the uh, the Mastercard commercial. You know, fifty bucks for dinner, uh, twenty bucks to go to a movie, uh, twenty bucks for dinner at the end of the night. Never seeing the girl again, priceless.
3: Yeah, that's why. That's do. why it's Starbucks, uh, seven bucks. We're gonna well, find out where you know, she's
1: coming from. And the point that I was going to make with that, Doc, is exactly, exactly, that's where the system protects guys. That's why for $99, bucks, is such a bargain, because when you think about, like, if you can just save yourself, the point you just brought up, Doc, 7 bucks for a Starbucks date to find out where the girl's coming from, versus 100 bucks for a series of, like, four or five dates where the girl may be a professional
3: dater. Yeah, and here's the thing. You wasted five weeks. You've wasted, let's say, uh, $250, and she's gone, and you don't know why. So what are you going to do? Well, we're going to pick up another girl and go out with her for five dates and repeat our mistakes, not knowing what's going on. But see, the male ego says, well, women are all goofy and illogical. They are to us, but women to women, they're very logical. Women are very logical to each other, not to men, and as men are logical to men.
1: Coming up next week, March 2nd, 2022, a special show for you, as the majority of the show will feature the Doc Love Club Roundtable on the chapter camera. Plus, according to Doc... There's no formula to dating, Doc will explain next week. And we have some classic Doc Love Overtime. Thanks for listening this week. If you ever want to write me, and of course, if you have a you change my life letter, observation letter, etc., Jeff M. Stevens, dating tips for guys at gmail.com or doclove at doclove.com. Thanks again for listening. And remember Doc Love Club members, we love you. Next week, DWP three forty six, why you must know who she is before buying her a gift. Don't forget about that video at doclove.com slash YouTube. Don't be needy. And also check out other goodies at doclove.com. We are here for you every week. See you next week. And thank you very much for listening.
0: You've been listening to the Dating Women Podcast.